What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, part two with our guest, Andrew Stefano. There you go. Captain Andrew Stefano. But Captain Andrew looks, he looks more Irish than Italian. I don't know what Yeah, but is. his hair slicked back, so. Yeah. His, his hair was perfect, like in Werewolves of London. You mean that yeah. song? Yeah. His hair was perfect. I love that. <laughs> Warren Zevon. That's right? right. That's right, man. So, Mark, I just was saying when we were off the air that you and I have been offered to speak at the National Law Enforcement Association luncheon on April 7th at Gallagher's Steakhouse. Are they fucking crazy to have us speak? No, I mean, it's great. It's, uh, <laughs> but turns out they're fans of the show. I, I mean, I love to say that, that, that we actually have fans. Yeah, you man, know? it's great. It's, uh, this, hopefully we'll get some into position eventually. We'll, we'll keep, you know, climbing up and we'll get, like, deputized or you, something. Do you think we'll change if we ever make big money from this? You give me some power, man. I already have a nice car. I have an Acura 20... Eight, I want to waste it on it. I want, I want to get RDX. something. I want to get deputized like a sheriff or you something. Be a he's going to get a boat. A marshal. He's going to graduate from that Carvel boat yeah. to a real wooden boat. A little, I want to get an upgrade. <laughs> I want to put a, a little engine on the back of my boat. That would be good. Man. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that would be nice. You were telling us, Andrew was telling us the difference between uh, marshals and, uh, and sheriffs. sheriffs. Because there's a lot of those uh, marshals. What, the, what, the, what do they do? What do well, in the counties, the sheriff is usually uh, has like a law enforcement side of the house. Then they have the jail, and they have the civil. Well, land. you got to live in a certain house to be the sheriff. No, I called it the house. Like and I'm the just sides, fucking. You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, uh, you know, the police side is like the police department. Uh huh. And then you, then they have a jail. Uh, so there's one. So it's corrections, basically. The sheriff is basically. Um, like, do you have to wear the stirrups on the boots and 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 you know, the six shooter, or can you get, can you upgrade to uh, a semi-automatic now? No, oh. it's, well, it's business attire, but uh, they they do wear uniforms. Uh-huh. Wow! Yeah, I saw the our sheriff? guy yesterday. Yeah, I saw him yesterday in the uh, St. Patty's Day parade wearing. His <laughs> Does his spurs go jingle jangle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing yesterday? They're already starting to celebrate St. Patty's Day, huh? Yeah, Putnam had their St. Patty's Day parade, so I marched. Wow. That's nice. Yeah, it's nice. nice. Yeah, it was good. So you, what, did you mention that thing? That yeah, I mentioned we're going to speak oh, okay. at the uh, the National Law Enforcement uh, lunch. It's going to be April interesting. Man. Yeah, it's, a, it's so I'm going to tell like the story of uh, police off the cuff, and I'll do a couple of minutes of, of comedy. But then I'm going to introduce you, and you're going to slay the room. Yeah, per- right? pretty much. That's the way it. it's going to go. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot plan. of cops they want to laugh, but there's some uptight motherfuckers too, probably at this, these events. You know. Uh, you know what? I find it always. Really? You think so? <laughs> and I've always, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I've always, uh, I've always found it to be very, very positive. I think, yeah. I think there's a lot of self-defeating that could happen to you when you have to entertain people. But for the most part, 99% of the time, they're going to appreciate it. They're going to love it, and it's going to be great. And every once in a while, it lays an egg, and it's not the end of the world. No, nah. just keep moving well, look, on. We all lo- we all know uh, what it's like to bomb. Everyone, yeah, well, especially you, <laughs> Bill, If anybody especially knows about bombing, <laughs> Bill is. Uh, You've become quite the expert. Yeah, at I'm an expert at bombing. Just kidding. You have to. You know what it is? You got to just soldier on, even when you know you're not doing well, right? Yeah, and that's it a happens. shame too, yeah, because yeah. It, you know people. Is, I think that's the big problem too. Is a lot of people have told people, oh, you know what. You got to keep trying, never give up. Like, nah, if you suck, man, you should quit. <laughs> There's so many different things that you can do. Like, why would you keep going back and just getting slapped? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's the, the thing that, with comedy, because there's no physical pain to it. Right. I mean, there is, uh, you know, anxiety before you perform, and there might be some depression if you eat it really bad. Right. But most of the people that bomb on a regular basis, they're delusional. They think they're doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they keep coming back. There's nobody there to give them like some physical pain. Like that's true. When you get when you get uh, off the stage, there should be somebody that like as you get off the stage, you smack in the back of the head. <laughs> you like sucked. you suck. Like remember when he used to walk back to the dugout as a kid, you know, and somebody else's father was the coach of the team, and he'd smack. It was okay for him to smack, smack in the back. You. He freaking sucked. This fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he's easy. <laughs> Wash the hair. Wash the hair. <laughs> so, Andrew, you, do you, you want us to come up and um, speak to anyone at one of your lodges? Give them wisdom from a police off the cuff? Oh, I think What's they'd love that, to hear it. What's that meeting like? What, what do you guys actually discuss at that meeting? Which one? The VFW? Yeah, the hour meeting where you, uh, you're the chaplain. So you oh, go it's in, just you about start the post. It's you start off with a prayer. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Well, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance and then, um, you know, stuff like that. And then they, it's just about the post, about running the post. Is there any um, stop question and frisks going on at this? So show? everybody not for at the this pledge. <laughs> That's after at the bar. <laughs> what happened? Each, each post has a, a bar. pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> no, yeah, salute, salute. Oh, oh salute! But you also, also, yeah, you guys are all veterans. Uh-huh. But you're you're allowed to salute even though you're not in uniform. Yes. Okay. Because I remember they were making a big deal about Obama a saluting, and he wasn't in, and that was just they were just being pricks, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, remember he always used to. Yeah, used yeah, to he, used to, he used to give. He used to. He used to whip it out. Yeah, that's not okay to do if you're not a member of the military or. Well, I mean, he's, he's the commander in chief. Right, right. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, technically, right, yeah, exactly. right. So he can do whatever he wants. I mean, Trump was never uh, in the military either, but he's yeah, no. very respectful of the right, military right. and also of the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he loves. Service. He loves salute, man. Yeah, he likes that shit. So you guys do the pledge of allegiance, and mm-hmm. like, how how long? How much time are you wasting before you guys start hitting the bottle hot? <laughs> <laughs> on, it takes f- about five minutes. Really? <laughs> 45 minutes <laughs> before my wife, my wife is it, looking at let's me. Let's face it, the feeding is all about drinking. So what are all these preliminary bullshit things I hope things these guys do? ain't watching this thing. I swear <laughs> to God, man. They're going to be like, what did you do? We got 45 minutes before we got to be home. Let's go. <laughs> Crack open that keg. <laughs> I, I want to get my 10 bucks worth. <laughs> Porteous used to say... 20 on the wood makes me feel good. <laughs> he'd put a $20 bill and he'd be drink from, you know, 7 to 4 a.m. And the 20 was for the bartender. The beer was all free, you know? 20 uh, on the wood at Mario's. 20 on the wood makes me feel good. Because he told us the story. One prick tried to take change. And he goes, whoa, hey, what are you doing? Uh-huh. You just drank for five hours. Oh, it's going to take 10. What do you mean you're taking 10 back? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Cheap, cheap guys. Man. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The contract has to be sacred. Right? Oh, yeah. Somebody's got to listen. It's a $20 bill. You leave it. It's a $20 yeah. bill, yeah, right? It is, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Taking change. Hey, yeah, so just, have you ever been in Coogan's? Oh, all the time. You I mean, not, not, not recently, but yeah, all the time. Uh, that was your yeah, home base? Yeah, years ago, yeah. So you know Dave and uh, Yeah, those Peter guys Walsh. were like, yeah, those guys are golden. I yeah. mean, those guys really. They did a, Dave did our show. Yes, I saw. Yeah. I saw the thing. Yeah, they really, those are good guys. Yeah, excellent guys. They man. really did a lot for the heights and a lot for the people. And Dave and, makes a point to say that he was is from Manhattan. He's not from the Bronx. He's from Inwood. And it's in Manhattan. Really? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like when you imply that he's from the Bronx. Uh, really? Didn't yeah. he say that, Mark? Yeah, he's made a big deal out of it. Yeah. He's a good guy. Irish yeah. Catholic man. Yeah, they, uh, they do a lot for the people up in Heights. A yeah. Lot, yeah. I mean, when they, everyone was uh, it's a community upset center. when it, it, it looked like Coogan's was going to be no more. Yeah, the hospital tried to... price gouging He actually said, <laughs> told us that... Um, those Manuel, price gouging Columbia Presbyterian. The guy that wrote in the Heights and wrote Hamilton, Lin yeah. Manuel, um, he was the one that actually put out the tweet that saved Coogan's. Is that right? He said we have to save Coogan's, and, that, and then that everybody responded. I know a lot of politicians stepped up. Yeah, yeah they did, but it was, was after it, the tweet. Is it Lenares? Is that the guy's name? No, um, Espaillat. He's, he's the congressman Espaillat. up there. That's right. He he got involved. No, he he met with the Columbia Press. Yeah, he did. And he yeah. was very yeah. instrumental in yeah. saving yeah. Coogan's, Good, too. good. I'm happy that it worked yeah. out. I mean, they've done a lot of fundraisers over yeah. the years. They oh, they've done a lot of everything, man. They, they do that uh, salsa, blues, and shamrocks run. Yeah, it's like a 5K. It. Thing. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They changed that's the name great. now, he said. Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah, because well, Coogan's used to fund it. It then, got um, too big. They said yeah, they tossed it yeah. to the roadrunners. Right, uh, right. I can't run anymore with my hip, you know, so I'd no have more. to take on one of those electric carts. Carvel cart? little Carvel cart. I'm an alternate, by the way. Yeah, you're an alternate. Yeah. Marathon, yeah. yeah. He's the Grand Marshal. He's Grand Marshal. I've been an alternate now for, I sign up every year as an alternate. Yeah. <laughs> but you never get alternated. <laughs> if somebody doesn't make it, if somebody can't make it and they're running short on people, they call me up. I, I run in. So it costs $250 to enter that route. Right, yeah, that not, unless, yeah. not if you're an alternate. Is it off the it's marathon? It's a lot of money, yeah. It's a lot wow. of money. Wait, but now they have the 9 and 1 or something like that, right? You could, do, you could run 10 races and you could get in there. Oh, you saw, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I know somebody that did this. That's it's pretty grueling, man. Yeah, uh-huh. Did you run the marathon too? Every year. Yeah, I meet her on one two zero and first, and uh, that's mile nineteen of the run. Wow, not even sweating. It's like nothing. really. Oh, please. You're a serious runner, then, right? Wow. That's it's, amazing, yeah. man. I sweat when I drive my car 19 miles. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I never liked running. I did it for a long time. 
uh, and I, it worked. I do. I used to, my schedule was seven, two, five, three, and uh, those are the four days. Then I take a day off. But then I also used to go lift weights. Mm-hmm. That was when I was in phenomenal shape. But to get to do more than that, man, it's just I don't even know how. You, that runner's high, man. I'd rather just smoke pot. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, you talk about a, a, a job that's difficult to, to maintain uh, your physicality and to work out all the time. Right. I mean, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about if you're in community affairs. Right. I'm talking about if you're a cop, a working cop, making right, arrests, right, right. or a boss working these crazy tours. Right. you got to really make an effort to yeah, stay in yeah. shape. Yeah, but that's an time. easy one, too, because you could run anywhere. You bring your sneakers with you, you bring a pair of shorts, you just run. Yeah, but it's, you're that's t- a benefit it's of being you don't tired. Need, all you yeah, need is yeah. outdoors. Look, I walked around it, what, my last one in Homicide. I walked around like a zombie. Because I was working 450 hours a year over time. I was teaching part-time, mm-hmm. and I was the SBA delegate. So I never got any sleep. I still worked out, but, I, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, You've got to really hard, make yeah. an effort because, yeah. you know, it's so easy to blow off the gym. Mom, Hold exhausted. on one second. I didn't bring it with me, but usually I bring the smallest violin in the world. <laughs> I left it in my car today. Come on. Is that not no, the no, truth? No, it is true. It is true. Yeah, you're working you know, 10 hours on your feet. Yeah, on your feet yeah. working. Well, we go back to that theory, what I told you. You can treadmill. do whatever you want. Just realize... It's not gonna. You're gonna. It's not gonna last forever. You're gonna run out. Yeah. No offense, but there's gonna. You're gonna run out of miles. You're gonna. You <laughs> Never. You, no, it, you don't think so, but you do. I mean, it's. Is it gonna preserve your life? You yeah. Say, yeah. You'll live you longer ran, than me, you, but you ran ten thousand miles. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you had your ten thousand. You know. See me. I'm. I'm not gonna do ten thousand miles. I'll never, never reach that, but. I'm going to still go, keep walking slowly up, waiting for the elevator for as long as I can. That's good. You know? You know what? Tall guys don't live long, though. <laughs> You're not that tall. I'm 6'4". Seven footers don't no, live no, that six long. No, no, 6'4". Yeah, seven footers are dropping. Anything down. over six feet. Nah. Who? Tell me them. You're saying people that are, are Tell me like some six go five. Ahead. I don't know that many people. And not that only can, that, but all I got to do is make it to 53. And then I don't even care about the <laughs> coronavirus. You outlived your father? <laughs> no, because nobody dies at 53. <laughs> Think about it. People die 50, 51, 52, 54. Name me one person in history that's ever died. Any man that's ever died 53. You can't. You know why? Because they don't. It's a pass. You get a pass. It's like asking about statistics. I have no idea whether well, they're true or not. Prove me wrong. It's like age comp stat here. That's prove right. me wrong. That's right. But you're not allowed to look at your phone. <laughs> when you when you made uh, captain, where'd you go as a captain? I went to the Bronx. I went to the four two. Four two, and you you were an XO. XO, yeah. And then um, did you ever become a CO? Uh, for a little bit. What, in, in, the what, four two. Four two? in the four two. Four two. Yeah, yeah. Well, why a, why'd you you didn't want to play the promotion game? You didn't want to make DI. No, no, it was it was time to go. I mean, I had I had sixteen years. I had my four years military, and I got three quarters anyway. Oh, oh you got three quarters. Got yeah, yeah. But why, I, I, why were I you holding have... that back on us? What's that? The three quarters. We usually ask to borrow money when we know the people. <laughs> <like> three quarters. <laughs> We've been talking coronavirus for the last hour. Hey, he and folks. <laughs> no he wonder be, he's smiling all yeah, the time. He'd be, he'd, he'd he's be very tough relaxed. On the, you know? should be a criminal. You couldn't Holy interrogate shit. him. You couldn't get anything no, out of him. You man. could see the way he answered he the question. He what? didn't give Who? that up. Like, we had to Who? pull that what? shit out. Where? I used my, you know, my homicide skills to get that out of I him. I noticed that, man. You that know? was tough. <laughs> man, I was, I was on a sweat here. So you, so you did 16 years, really. You got quor- three quarters at 16. I did. But oh, and I had bought it back anyway, so that was a, that was a waste. No, but you, 16, wait a minute. You had the four years military. Yes. So you had a 20-year pension. I did. But you got three quarters, so you don't get the variable anyway. That's correct. Yeah. Guys are always trying to uh, rally up the crowd The crowd on Facebook. I should get fucking the variable. I only get, you know, 15000 a month tax-free. I need that extra $1,000. you like, like, no one's supporting them. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, fuck yeah. you. You, got, you, got, you hit the prize. You hit the lottery. I don't give a shit if you get the variable. I don't know who's having these arguments with. It's not on Facebook. Look, let me explain it to you. I get it. Gets, I get it. He gets tax-free, right? Uh-huh. And but he doesn't get the variable though. though. No, so guys care. are like, yeah, look, if he if he got it, I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't give a shit. But I mean, I, I, I wouldn't listen. You just you get three quarters. But I'm not going to join a, a, a picket line. No, if <laughs> guys, if you got three quarters and you didn't even really bad, some guys, you know, they got three quarters, but they got three and a half quarters. Like they got like real three they quarters. Hurt, they're, they're, yeah. jammed, they're they're messed up. 
But if you're fine, just shut up. Forget about the vote. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. take your money and run. Did you go to 9 yeah, exactly. You were oh, 9-11 yeah, responder? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did you parachute in? No, I didn't no. parachute in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Were you a captain then? Or? No, I was a lieutenant. Lieutenant then. Yeah, and I was supposed to uh, close on my house that day. And I uh, never made that. Yeah. But uh, my captain came in and he said, listen, I already got you closing today, but they just had a plane crash at the World Trade Center. They just called a level four and I need you. Right. And uh, so I was part of Manhattan North's uh, response to go down the initial response. And uh, well, you can always close on another day, you know. Yeah, well, he would close like close like three months, three weeks later. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, that that captain, he recently passed away. What was the captain? Eddie McGreal. Mm-hmm. I know the name. Eddie McGreal. Yeah. yeah, he died about uh, about a was year. Was the ago. cancer related cancer to nine eleven? Nine eleven. Yeah. Wow. There's he, a lot of people. He had reached that. out to me because he had moved to North Carolina, and he said. Uh, because we came back that night looking like those yeah. very dull boys. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, remember when uh, uh, you know, we cleaned ourselves? I guess we didn't clean ourselves enough. And uh, he goes, I got, I got the 9-11 cancer, so you better go get checked. Wow, man. I go to Mount Sinai, I think, twice a year. The, I, yeah. went, I went once. I haven't been. Yeah, I go every up. year, and not only that, but I got certified with GERD and sleep apnea. So... Um, thank God. But not only that, just because you get the certification doesn't mean it's over. You can, you, you continue going, mm-hmm. and um, you know I've had a battery of other tests, but thank God so far there's no cancer. So, wow. But you should go definitely every year. I mean that's no brainer. You know, you know it was amazing, and I, I know probably all of us worked at uh, Fresh Kills. I and never went to Fresh. Kills. I went out there in yeah. the beginning. It was like okay. Put on these boots. Put on this mm-hmm. suit. Blah 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 blah. If you eat, you gotta you gotta shower, and that lasted like one fucking yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was like, yeah, fuck that. We're not <laughs> doing that. And they were like, park your cars a mile away down the hill. Next thing you know, people are pulling their cars right <laughs> up. I was like, who's keeping control of this shit? It was yeah, like yeah. it just mm-hmm. didn't. They yeah. couldn't maintain it. Yeah, right? that was mostly detectives that went there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember one time I was on, uh, standing in line to sign in the book and. Uh, I had the notification for Fresh Kills, and I think I, I didn't I didn't want to do it for whatever reason. I just had it was nasty, man. Yeah, so then I go, oh man. So then the guy behind me goes, "You don't want it?" I said, "No, I don't want it." Why you want it? Was it was four hours overtime. It was it was the whole tour, I think. Oh, it was the whole tour. No, because so then he was got like, guaranteed four hours. It was a twelve hour tour. I forget what it was, but he you uh, could have got it on your deal. So I gave it to him, and he took it. I never went down there. Yeah, no, it was, and you looked at the ground, there was water, it was bubbling, it was like the Adams family from the methane yeah, gas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, then it was just, it was so noisy. Yeah. Like, you you got disoriented because mm-hmm. the noise from the machines mm-hmm. and everything and those, the things that ran the metal through them, you know, the, on those tracks. Yes, yes. They were so damn noisy, yeah, too. And it, it, just, it just was a yeah. very unpleasant experience. And you had experience. to sift through that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The gloves on. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I know people, and I mean, I don't give a shit, people took souvenirs from that. I could never touch a thing, man. I just couldn't Mm. take anything, because I I was like, this is holy ground. I mean, like a World Trade Center, whatever, a fork, because it had said WTC. Oh, my God. The restaurants that have gone through that shit, golf balls, you know, and all that Right, right, right. I said, I would never take anything, just because it's unholy. I felt, you know what I mean? It's almost like Indian burial grounds, you know? I remember going down to... uh, the site, Ground Zero, probably like two or three days after 9-11, maybe two days. And they had the tent, sets, the tent set up there, and they were giving away, like, boots and, yeah. and jackets and all this stuff. And we went in there, and you're looking at it's brand-new apparel, everything you can think of, Carhartt, everything, right. overalls, hats, gloves, boots. And before you know it, you're just, like, taking this, this. And then at some point, I was holding this stuff. I was like, nah, man, I don't, I don't need this. I got my own. Right, right, right. And I just put everything back and... I would took stuff I would use while no, I, mean, I was if down the, there. If you know? you're going to be working down there every single day, right. that's one thing. Yeah. You know, I was already assigned to the family center. We were going to be, right. you know, taking missing persons reports um, in the armory. So, well, I didn't really need this stuff. No. I was just basically been stealing. So I was like, yeah, I'm not taking. Well, it. you know, actually, the, the the pile was the worst place. Yeah, really, yeah, I mean, I that was yeah. smoking for weeks. It was yeah, still on yeah, fire for right. three, four we were weeks afterwards. The buckets back, yeah, and then the whole thing would be like, quiet. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> No one was under there that yeah, they could yeah, hear. No, no. Although they found out years later that the people did live under there for a long time. And people really? actually died of malnutrition. Well, think of how horrible that was to die that way. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. We, Dr. Hirsch, who was the chief was medical the enemy, examiner, right? he gave a speech that we went to and he told us about some of that stuff. 
which wow. was horrendous. You know, just wow. think of how horrendous that they was. They didn't publicize that. No, no. Well, the, uh, days after, for as long as the radio battery was working, people were screaming for help the right. next day. I remember. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, I mean, look, everyone has their own 9 11 sure. story. And I think that um, we all responded to it. It's like a badge of honor for everyone that responded, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's sort of a bad memory, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing Morris Smith's voice. I remember that. Yeah, horrible. Very clear, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's With the radio? Yeah, yeah, screaming, yeah. Yeah, you hear her, you know, you know like a very faint help. Very faint. I, yeah. think, I think twice she said it. Yep. You know. I had met a guy that was in my, uh, I was, uh, or I'd taken CIC course before, so I met some guys, this guy from, I think it was a 6-7 squad, and he was a mountain climber, and he, him and another guy, uh, uh, repelled down to the guts inside the building. Wow. To, and they said full rooms, full voids, rooms were intact. Mm. Like they, It was am amazing. Wow. But they didn't see anyone. Obviously, right, they were looking right. for anyone that was alive. No one wow, was alive. Wow. But I was just like, wow, man, you got balls to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, That's, you, you know, know it, seeing the pictures did no justice at all. I mean, that no. was really, you had to be there for that. A little too much. Yeah, and seeing the towers fall. I used to know a guy who used to go spelunking. I didn't even know what that was. Caves, going in caves. Right? I worked with a guy yeah. in the squad, and I remember like, um, you know, I was I didn't know him that well, so I just basically it was like an introductory or just getting trying to get to know. Hey, how was your vacation? He goes, "All right, so where'd you go?" And he went to like I don't know where it was, but it just sounded unusual. Splunking. <laughs> no, it was like Colorado, Colorado or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something where like it's not really a, a destination Place for cops vacation. Would go. <laughs> well, you know, cops. Cops always go to the same thing. They go to Atlantic like, City, Jersey Shore, well, the Catskills. The are always those uh, Poconos, <laughs> Carmel. <laughs> the inst the the um, what do they call those uh, vacations with the uh, the you get the week all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a lot of those cops. It's free. It's for me. Well, you know, you get a, it's all inclusive. But this guy went out of his way to go. So I was like, what, what are you doing over there? He goes, oh, I, I, I go spit lunking. So I was like, oh, this guy's going to be weird. So I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. And I just, I just took off. I just glided away. <laughs> but then I realized, you know, I found out later on what spit lunking is. It's yeah. like that. It's cave diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't Google it? No, back then, I didn't even think there was a Google. Oh, okay. I don't think <laughs> it was Googling back then. Who was that? I probably, I think I... I'm, Alex. I knew it was yeah, him. Yeah. I just knew it was him. Yeah, the great outdoors. Yeah, yeah. My favorite guy. I knew it had to be him, man. Well, you know what's great? It was the, the National Geographic story. That's his story. I yeah. love that story. Well, tell it. They, well, we used to, on, on top of the lockers, we used to have a, a stack of magazines to give to the, to the perps that were waiting to be interrogated. And, you know, to keep them on ice, you know, chill. And so you'd always ask him, you want something to read? And then Alex would, <laughs> they would say, uh, yeah, right. You know, who doesn't want something to read to kill time while you're waiting right before you get interrogated? So he'd go and he'd grab like two, he'd have a stack of National Geographics and he'd give it to me. He goes, read that, it'll change your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just the idea of it, man. <laughs> I love The idea it. that they could read. <laughs> no, it's just that I, I, you could see like they were like, is this guy messing with me? Yeah. And like some of these people like, like yo, you know. <laughs> and obviously some of the, the subject matter is probably not something, it's not, National Geographic is not about who's the best rapper. No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Who has yeah. the best music video? No, it's about spitlunking. It's about outdoors. Right, it's about right. you know the rest of the world, not just the two corners that you hang out mm -hmm. in. And that's that's <laughs> the whole neighborhood. That's it's true. a funny thing. But the traveling, you know, we were starting to realize how much traveling we do when you, you you're not supposed to be. Tra you probably shouldn't be traveling as much as you do. And then I think to myself about the people that we know from the neighborhoods that we worked in. You know that that person that. It's hard to explain to the average citizen this mentality where that person doesn't leave those three blocks. Mm -hmm. They rarely, right, they're always true. gonna, they're always within that, that two, two, three blocks is even a stretch. It's really like the two blocks, the two and a half, three blocks, man. They got, you know, that's every, they're always out there. That's where <laughs> yeah, you can Mark, find them. They, yeah, they Mark, never you're go so away. right because, like, when we'd be looking for someone. For a homicide, the joke would be like, he's probably about four blocks away, right? It's not like he fled to We're looking Florida, where Larry Davis you know? went. Yeah. We had um, Rick uh, Martinez, Martinez in, and he was one of the first ESU guys through the door. And when they were going to get Larry Davis, mm -hmm. and they found Larry Davis 17, year, 17 days later, but right there in the Bronx, a couple of blocks away, away at his sister's the, apartment. Yeah. And 
we know that's the mentality in these neighborhoods. They don't really get out that much. There's right. not that much traveling, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't think they feel uh, safe to leave their their hood. You know, leave. And an irony, in a way, you're talking about some of the toughest, craziest people, right? In, yeah, that's in the their, neighborhoods, that's their world. That's but their, they're, you know? they're they're scared to go anywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Because you know, you think of how much, how many years of doing whatever nonsense you're doing to get to earn that little bit of respect that you have within that little neighborhood there. Right. Oh, you know, don't mess with crazy Flacco, whatever. <laughs> Flacco. You know what I'm saying? You got a reputation Pito, up there. Flacco. Got any more for us? <laughs> you go to the no, Rockaways, no, guess what? <laughs> Nobody knows who you are over there. You know what I'm saying? It's true, you, man. They, you, you know, you're not the badass in the Rockaways. They don't know you. you yeah, know? those are, those are you know, your own, your three blocks of, uh, you know, of your world. Your yeah, king. Of people, your yeah, respect. People don't, people don't travel outside that. I think we're doing way too much traveling anyway. People should just sit still. Stop going anywhere. Stop. Enough. Yeah, Stay home. The Go to Jones Beach. <laughs> Go to Orchard Beach. Orchard Beach. Georgia, Beach. Georgia Beach. You know, George Menig. You know George, George. Menig? Uh -huh. he, I sent a picture to Facebook. He said, oh, great cop. Great cop. So you're I getting mean, some recognition already. He must, he, must, uh, have, he must have me confused with someone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good sheriff too. Yeah, I said, <laughs> he's running for sheriff. No, I saw some of you guys you had on here. I'm like, wow, you got some. You got some we had some amazing on guests yeah, on this. Yeah. You know, some, one of the things we we always talk to each other about, besides how much fun the show is to do, is like how we've met such great people mm -hmm. sure. from doing this. You sure. know? Yeah, like I would never be asked to be on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a good comic. Yeah, come on. Nobody's ever asked me to be on this show. How many combat crosses you got? Well, I saw you on TV. I saw you on what? What was the name of the show that you did? Perfect the Murder. The Perfect Murder. The Perfect Murder. Yeah, yeah. I did That's a good. That was on on the ID channel. Yeah, that I was did a great six show. episodes, but it never went anywhere. That's it. I'm done. My acting career's over now. <laughs> six different episodes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That. I thought it was. I only saw. Uh, I saw one. I saw. I think one case. Yeah, no. I did six different episodes. Were you with yeah. Dennis Churns that day? Yes, we were. Well, we were talking about uh, a one. case in the two three. Yes, yes. Where it was a double murder, Carmen Quinones and yes, Ruben yes, Frederick, yes. and then they duct yeah, taped the guy it. upstairs. Or something. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was over. The, that was a murder for hire. It was an interesting case. Mm. The hus the the woman who was murdered, her ex husband lived on the third floor with his new wife. Mm. The devious bitch new wife hired these guys to kill her, wow. so she would get the building. That's wow. basically what it was all about. Yeah. Real vicious, vicious guys wow. killed them. You remember watching the wait show? A minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying the, guy, the guy's wife is vicious? Yeah. She hired these guys to kill... Uh, she, was she was living downstairs? The, 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 the wife who owned the building with her ex-husband who lived on the third mm -hmm. floor with his new wife. Yeah, you got to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that's weird in stupid. itself. What... What couple can live in the same building with their ex? Yeah, that's the strange. They're, that's right away. We found that very strange. Mm -hmm. You know, that case we we got to kill us in like six or seven days, but that lady uh, who did, did the whole thing it took like four or five years to build a case against her. Oh wow! And then she got life. Her name was she was a little devious little gargoyle. Uh, she got uh, life without parole. Mm. And it was these guys, and they stabbed them to death like yeah, twenty yeah, yeah. something times. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a great show. I remember watching that. And I said, I know those guys. Yeah, Dennis Churns. He was a great boss. He was a good friend. Yeah, I'm still friends guy. with him to this day. I, but he he works for the state attorney general's office. Yeah, now. he came to our uh, he came to our county once. I saw him. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a uh, an arrest to be made for something for some sort of political case. Yeah. So if I come up to your town over there in Putnam, like before I get. Like, I can do, get into the neighborhoods and stuff. Are you standing outside the car or in the uniform waiting just to... Who's this guy over here? <laughs> you have to have one of those stars. A little Sheriff checkpoint. Stars. Deputy do-right. <laughs> a little checkpoint. A big hat. A big 10-gallon hat. What business do you have around here, sir? <laughs> you a bounty hunter? That's a living. I know Dying ain't I've no seen living. You, I've seen your types before. Dying like, ain't no way to live. <laughs> I love that line. That's one of Clint Eastwood's best lines when he <laughs> says to the guy, two guys walk in to get him, and, they, and he looks at him and goes, you a bounty hunter? And the guy goes, it's a living. And Clint Eastwood looks at him and says, Dying ain't much of a living. <laughs> and it kills both of them, right? That was a good voiceover you did. Oh, thanks. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Clint had the best, the best lines, yeah, right? Man. I remember even in the academy, there was this kid in my class, and we were going through the fun house, and these guys were like, you know, trying to egg you on to do something. Mm -hmm. And he goes, go ahead, 
Glenn motherfucker make my day. Glenn, <laughs> Glenn make my motherfucking day. And we fucking goofed on this kid for the rest of the academy because was, there he was all, go ahead, punk, make my day. And he had this high-pitched voice and he was Spanish. He goes, okay, punk, make my motherfucking day. <laughs> we died laughing, man. In the fun house, right? Yeah, yeah, it's at fun. the range. Remember yeah, they used yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. egg you on like the right, guys right. Were like, come on, motherfucker, come yeah, on. Yeah, what are yeah. you going to do now, right? Yeah, yeah. And you'd watch it from upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. They still do that type of training now in the academy. Do they? Yeah, I see a guy yelling at them. They have a lot of different types. Now they get, they're all coming for the camera training. They still have uh, CIC. Yeah. I do the intact. There's a lot of different type of, uh, types of training, but they still do that one where they're yelling at them. Yeah. Some of the things you can't train a human being to react to. Yeah. You know what I no, mean? Yeah, yeah. You're a human being. You're going to react yeah. in a certain way. You can't train me not to do that, you know? Yeah, so when you see what it on TV. About? Well, I, like when someone just gets in your face, you're going to react. You know, I'm not going to be, okay, There's telltale signs. Yeah. Um, like, for example, I noticed from doing my scenarios, the one I'm doing, uh, the ones I do all the time, uh, certain cops like to touch people. Yeah. I don't know why. I never like touching. Unless when I'm touching you, you're gonna know. Right. They're always like trying to do like this or trying to manipulate you or hold you this way. And just even though I'm acting, I'm acting as a civilian. You know, um, unlike you, Bill, I am a theater, theatrically trained actor. <laughs> so I really I'm classically trained. I really get mad. I really I get mad. I'm like, and I and I say to them, like, don't touch me. Which is a natural reaction from the street. I want him to know right. that this is uh, as close to reality as possible. I was uh, don't touch me. Right. And some people don't like to be touched. Now you're in a negative situation because, and maybe it's because I'm so much bigger than you know the average guy. You know what right. I'm saying? Especially in the academy, there's you know you stand up and all of a sudden he's six four. So that's why they want to. I don't know whether it's to, just maybe trying to control my hands, whatever. Right. But the worst, the easiest way to get into a physical altercation is by starting to, already starting to make it physical by touching. Right. You know? Instead of taking step back, stay, stay punching, kicking distance away. There, always there's, moving. There's ways to do that, but yet I always felt that you were the police and you had to take control of the situation. Mm -hmm. Like if someone was in the wrong, you can't let them dictate what you're going to do. Right. You have to right. dictate what you're going to make them do. Right. Well, you know right. if I mean? you give them a verbal command. Yeah. You know, stay over there. Right. Don't move. And now all of a sudden they start moving. And you pick, you take them and you put them back over. Then I tell you don't move. Right. Instead of, you know, like, you know. Right. You gotta no, make, it's got to be a forceful. Uh, right. up. I let them know what exactly. You got to use force. You have do. to use force. If you're going to use it, use it distinctly. But with these cameras, even cops can be afraid to use their voice in a way. Like you might say, hey, fucko. Put your fucking head... Like, yeah, yeah, you can't right. do that now because, right. oh my God, the community will be horrified that yeah. you spoke to this guy like that. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. works. Yes, of course it that, works. That, that, that gets we were taught by compliant. voice commands. Right, right. Voice right. commands. Uh, and now if they're going <sighs> to take that tool away because Jacoby and Myers may not like the tape, yeah, yeah. it's it's ridiculous, mm -hmm. you know? I would love to see... Um, what's his name? I'm running for president. Elizabeth Warren. No, she's out of the race now. And Bernie Sanders... Do a midnight tour in the three-two in the sector car. I'd like to see they have diarrhea on their seats, exactly. you know. Yeah, and yeah, here's yeah. people that are judging cops, yeah, you know. Yeah. They're racist. They're racist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Here, you and Bernie, right in this car. You don't even have to go to jobs. Just, just listen to the radio. You know, one time, <laughs> you know, one time we uh, we had a, a violent EDP and uh, we brought him to Columbia Press, and there was this one doctor, and this guy was a real liberal, like <sighs> real flaming liberal. And he wanted him uncuffed. Oh, yeah. And we said, Doc, this guy fought us hard. I want him uncuffed. <laughs> Doc, I'm telling you, this is not going to be good. Yeah. This man has rights. He said, all right, that's fine. You want him uncuffed? We uncuff him. The guy, whack, knocks the doctor out. Beautiful. <laughs> End of liberalism. And then, he goes, and, then he, and then he goes like this for us to cuff yeah, him. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we cuff him back up. Any questions? That used to be the old expression. He was out cold. The definition of a conservative is a liberal that just got mugged. Right? <laughs> yeah. So when he came to it, what, what <laughs> oh, he was, No, he just walked away. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, now yeah. His, his liberalism, oh, yeah. he had to rethink yeah. it. He was like, oh. He had to take the Marx and Engels book and throw it out. And, you know, <laughs> he had to start reading. So to Rush, start listening to Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a theory that that fixes you for about five minutes, and yeah, then you, go, then you back, go back. You go back to, back to a, maybe, to your comfort maybe zone. more. 
Yeah. Well, the cops liked it. You know, it was nice. Oh, oh it's I, a great story. I would, that, yeah. I would, I would story. have taken pictures and put oh, them we on all Facebook, but it's probably before Facebook. And this guy was known to be a liberal. Like yeah, he, yeah. He did it all the time. You know, he was always complaining. Yeah. And, uh, Take the cuffs off. And, and the probably fact never, that he yeah, got bopped yeah. yeah, and it probably never happened before that. That wasn't yeah. his first time telling somebody to take the cuffs off. Right, and, right. And he got it, yeah. No, he got his. That was funny. <laughs> I would love when some the chiefs on this job, you'd be, have an important interview and interrogation and be like, take the gloves off in there. <laughs> Go ahead, chief. You fucking take the gloves <laughs> off. What do you think? This is 1956. <laughs> take the gloves off. <laughs> You mean like yeah. an interrogation? Yeah. And then when the IAB takes me out in cuffs, I said, he told me to take the gloves off. Uh, like that guy in that was it Nassau County? Or was it Suffolk County, right? The chief out in Suffolk? Oh, did, he, they, did, he, they, did they beat a guy? Yeah, he, wow. he's in prison now. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Yeah, he, well, he actually, I think he just got out. He just got out. Or something like that. But now the, the former DA is going in. He got convicted. Of, what happened? Um, the chief in uh, uh, Suffolk County Suffolk police, County. actually. Burke. Yeah, Burke. He got. I he, remember him, he yeah. He beat some, some kid. He beat up some kid, and the kid became like an informant against him or something, right? I don't know the full story. Yeah, the kid was, the kid was under arrest mm-hmm. for something, and he had broken into Chief Burke's car. That's right. And in his car, I guess he found like... Oh, uh, he had some porn, like videos, porn videos, and he videos was and the star. Like he was Johnny Wad. So he was, <laughs> so he was like, he was, in, he was antagonizing the chief. Hey, you're a pervert, you're a pervert. You're a pervert. And so the chief went in there and supposedly beat him. And the detectives had to pull him off. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the feds got involved in the whole nine yards. And then initially the DA, I guess, covered that up. The DA was his friend. The, mm-hmm. G- the DA was instrumental in wow. him getting uh, the chief position. So now he got arrested. He did his time. He got out. And now the DA is going in. But you know something? He's also, he got his pension, too, I heard. Oh, he, re- he retired. When yeah, the, yeah. When the thing, uh, That's amazing how chiefs get to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're below the rank of what, what's the, I guess the rank where they start wearing white shirts is captain, right? Captain, yeah. So, yeah. Below, lieutenant and below, everyone goes to prison or gets, to, you know, and above that. Mm-hmm. That was what happened with... That's what's an interesting thing with the cancel culture. It's just like these people losing their jobs. And uh, especially depending on what age you lose your job, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Start all over again? This was right. my career. I made an error. You know, I just, I, I screwed up. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. Right. I'm sorry. But now I can't ever work again? What, what are we doing right yeah, now? Yeah, that's right. what's hard. You know, you can't just go to the next police department. Right. You know, I didn't kill anybody. Yeah. You know, even if it's not law enforcement, just any job in general, especially if you're a reporter or... Uh, I don't know, politician or something like that. Oh, you, you talk, you're talking about the, the hashtag Me Too culture? I'm talking, yeah, well, what they created yeah. in the cancel culture yeah. is that if they don't like what you if you said something wrong 30 years ago, we're going to, you're not allowed to work anymore in this no, industry. No, that's outrageous. It's just it's really outrageous, you know. Like, uh, for, and then, you know, we're talking about different sets of circumstances and rules. But you know something? The people that created that now have to live with it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what they did to Kavanaugh and then. Uh, who was the senator of, who was the Saturday Night Live guy? Al Franken. He wound up getting fired over the same thing. Well, that they, who was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a big mistake. Who, big I think, was, who was the female that, that kind of forced, uh, was it Kristen Hillebrand? Chillebrand, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, she threw him under the bus, yeah. She was the one she that did. really, yeah. like. Uh, his own, his own party. Yeah. And I was a fan of his comedy. I remember him on Saturday Night Live. He was a pretty funny guy, yeah. Yeah, I actually, a uh, very intelligent, brilliant guy. I, I was, that was one of the. Uh, I was a fan of his comedy, but not of his politics. But, you know? I mean, still, as a human being, he make a couple of mistakes. No, I'm not saying he and deserved he, to get, you know, his whole life the photo, turned upside yeah, down yeah. over You know, the photos what screwed him up. The videos, <laughs> not only photos, there was a video of him. I remember the photo of him. Oh, Maybe was it was the video, video, like, was video he, yeah. he was going up to, like, yeah, a, yeah. she was sleeping, and, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You should, things If things don't constantly feed you, then they become, like, uh, you could always go back. Right. And like try to destroy it afterwards. There's a lot of these uh, these people involved in the Me Too that took advantage of the moment to to push their careers along, and then when things stalled in their career, uh, we're gonna go one more time to the well, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, maybe well, get a book out of it. Everybody sues these days, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I if mean, it look, doesn't work out in your favor forever, then you feel like you got burned on the deal. Yeah. Like imagine every time you bought it, like a, you bought a car that broke down eventually at some point, you can go back to the owner ten years later and be like, hey. You owe me a car. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago. This thing broke down. <laughs> yeah, it broke down now. You know? Well, how so. about even on the PD with the OEO shit? 
And, you know, look, there's no doubt that there's sexual harassment, mm -hmm. you know, and, and yes, yeah, some people use their rank to get uh, whatever, but there's also the other side of that coin where people that I, I've seen real zeros right. sue the department over, mm -hmm. you know. Your comments made. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This is a, a rough yeah. job. Yeah, you know tape what I mean? recording people. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. like even say point, special victims, yeah. what they talk about is some heinous shit. Right. Oh, yeah, he sodomized her. So if the PAO, PAA over there doesn't like what we're talking about, mm. she can be outraged and file a lawsuit. But that's our job. We have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have to know what to charge this person. Mm -hmm. you're, you're obsessed. I said, with that, then you shouldn't be working here. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of that talk, like Bloomberg got in trouble for that. Um, yeah. Over oh. his campaign, some of the stuff that he said in the past and those... Um, yeah, and he didn't losses. know how to handle it at all. No, he was horrible. He was terrible. He was, oh. So whoever that team is, they should, be, they should oh not be God. able to work in politics they ever, ever money again. Off I know, but they were, they, were giving, they gave him horrible advice. Wouldn't you just assume that if you're going to go debate on that type of platform uh, in front of that many people that we'd have a room, something like this, where we'd go and we practice every day for months right. yeah, until yeah. there came time, and then Absolutely. I would be firing questions at you, and there'd be somebody else yelling at you over there, and then somebody dressed as Donald Trump doing his voice, and he's uh, bashing you and calling right. you all different mini, type of things. <laughs> by, by the time, you, by, by the time I would have been done yeah. with my campaign practice, practicing to run my campaign, Mini Mike would have been the, the least of things that would have bothered right, right. me. It would have never affected me. But you he seemed the, like so affected by everything. But Mark, that sounds so juvenile and so infantile, like that a name is going to like hurt you. Right. But when he does it, it does. It, it smacks them right across the face. Well, it also yeah, makes yeah. you Pocahontas. distract. It, it makes like, you laugh. It sticks. It sticks. Look, it sticks. look, look at yeah. what happened. I, on the way here, I heard this. Um, Cuomo, you know, they can't give you an update on the coronavirus without saying that Trump is the one spreading it. So <laughs> Andrew Cuomo says something, and then he has to add in that little... The little you know, dig, the, yeah. So then Trump comes right back, and he goes, he says something about him, and he better not bring your brother Fredo either. <laughs> yeah, Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's killing him. That's killing Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Forever. killing the brother Fredo. Uh, yeah, oh, that's you know, killing him. People he, call him Fredo everywhere. Chris Cuomo's yeah, yeah. a shit stirrer. Man. I know, I know. Oh, after, like, the Michael Brown thing, he was out on the street stirring up the shit yeah, with the people. Yeah. I was just like, this guy's a reporter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, yeah Fredo, yeah. But that's something that's, that's forever. killing him. Oh, oh yeah. That guy yeah. did that in that oh, bar. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he but he tried to act like a real tough guy. Yeah. Fuck, throw you yeah. down. Here's the, the Queen's accent. I'll throw you down the fuck. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you became a tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And the, the guy played him off nice, too. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like, no, I thought your name was Fredo. <laughs> and Rush Limbaugh loved it. He's like, <laughs> hey, yeah, I renamed him, you know? <laughs> it's really, really hard to keep your cool... You know, we're, we're former cops, and we know the word hooked. Getting oh, yeah, hooked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it happens to everybody. You're, you're going to get hooked. How does it feel, politicians, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to get yeah. hooked? Yeah, well, look at that guy. Cuomo got hooked, man. Yeah. He didn't like what the guy yeah. said. Instead of turning that situation on its head and keeping it lighthearted and being funny and, and figuring yeah. out a clever way to defuse this situation, he let it get to him. And, and anybody, then he, then he makes up a thing like, Calling an Italian Fredo is the equivalent of using the N word. Yeah, I don't know where like, he got where that. Did you, yeah, where did you get way, that yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Somebody in the Italian that. handbook. Where did you get that from? That. That's in the book I've of excuses. Yeah, like, exactly. When you're trying to sit there, come up with excuses. Calling me Clancy is the equivalent <laughs> of calling a black guy. With you ever the get into an argument with somebody, but not the original argument, the one that you're having with them after you lost the first argument, <laughs> yeah. and all the things that you should have yeah. said to them, and then when you're telling people your story about what happened with the argument. Then all of a sudden it becomes it blurry. You. you forget which. What did I really say? Yeah. And what did I say in my head after the argument? And I told him, man. He didn't tell him anything. And you lost. Him once you lost. And he got out of there. But it's like it, it, it is effective because I think any of these. Um, you can think what you want about Trump, whatever. But any of these politicians, I think they're afraid to debate him. Because he's not afraid to say anything. Oh, yeah. Well, They're yeah, talking yeah. the political line. He's like, mm -hmm. hey, right, you know, he'll just yeah, say in whatever. Between, yeah, yeah. In between there, that's the scary part, is where the facts come in. Yeah. So when he was, when he was being attacked, not only that, but the stances that he chooses to take. Like, to just go so blatantly on the side of stop, question, and frisk, yeah. when all of it was being negative, 
realizing that there's 50% of the population who agree with me and those are the people that I'm not going to I'm I'm going to you know I'm going after and that's where Bloomberg dropped the ball because in that situation you're never going to come on the right side of that because you there's so far left you're never going to be able to blend no. in mm-hmm. and you've done this already so you might as well own it and cl- try to get all the moderate votes so now you can look at somebody well maybe this guy could actually be Trump mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying right. because he's so similar to him and he's not him he just i mean you know not to get off on the politics but bloomberg just came across as unlikable yeah, and he, well, had, he, didn't he had, come no, across he had no as a personality. Yeah. You know, it's no funny. Way. I saw Elizabeth Warren bit on uh, SNL, and I laughed. The The girl that does her on the show, she's mm-hmm. she's doing yeah. a little dancing, and then Elizabeth Warren is dancing behind her. And it was a funny sketch. I just, it's, a, it's like a minute <laughs> and, and sketch. And she drinks and Michelobes. But, <laughs> Michelobes, right? But yeah, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. it humanized her. It, right, it, right. it made her fun, and it made her a little bit different than the person that was yelling... At Bernie Sanders, right. now we're seeing two different sides of a person. If that video would have came out a week earlier, uh, two weeks earlier, maybe it changes the uh, opinion of a lot of people. Maybe she's still in the race. Well, they, they say that um, uh, Trump going on Howard Stern, that really humanized him. Well, right? all, yeah, also, be- too, was the, uh, the, the other guy when he touched his hair. They hate him for that, Jimmy Fallon. I think Jimmy Fallon? No, Jimmy he, Kimmel touched, he touched his hair. He touched Trump's hair? I didn't even Yeah, he goes, is that real? And they, they, they're they always, they'll always being like, oh, that was the day he was humanized. Like, he was humanized. Yeah. He grew up in New York City. Yeah. I remember seeing him every single day on TV over here. He maybe, but you know what I think that you see with pol- politics and politicians now is that how human they are because they make such huge mistakes. Biden can't say a sentence without... I know. I know, it's and, horrible. you know, Trump can't say a sentence without lying. Yeah, but <laughs> he lies about everything. <laughs> but, you know, so do all politicians. But, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. like, they, they had a little meme the other day that said, Obama, an extremely elegant liar. <laughs> Trump, just a liar. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. true, but they yeah, all yeah. lie. But, you know, something. That's that's the thing. It's like, you want. how do you want your lies? <laughs> you want, you, how would you like them prepared You want them with you? some ice cream or do you want them just punched <laughs> in the face? You want your lies. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Biden really shouldn't be running. Oh, I mean, my he's, God. He's in bed. He's in bed. You know, Mental shape, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's and I mean, yeah, he called his wife his, uh, his sister, his sister, his sister, his, his wife, sister, his wife. Yeah, you know, I love a couple of years ago it was doing the Obama thing. He goes, "Hey, Joe, Joe, stand up, stand up!" And someone goes, "He has no legs." Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's always a, like a mistake like that with yeah, him. Yeah, There's always exactly. a big, a big blunder. The worst yeah, type yeah, of mistake. You know what he, I think he, he looks to me like uh, when he was young, he was quite the ladies' man, a yeah. charm, like a worker room. He doesn't look that like he doesn't look that much more polished to me. Well, he's 77 years old. But too. he doesn't speak like in a way like he's out here challenging people to do push-ups. No, he's sort of like a, like a tough guy. You know what I'm saying? He and wanted to a be, little bit older. He's yeah. too old to be a tough guy now. But he's looking, he sizes people up when he looks at them. He goes, oh, how many push-ups can you do, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what's on his mind. Yeah, yeah. What was, what was that, you pony, you dog-faced pony boy, soldier? What was that? Yeah, I don't even know what he meant by that. I, I don't mean, either. Where did yeah, that yeah. come from? They got rid of that bus real quick, too, though, because they had the bus with his motto oh, the on no, it. Oh, no malarkey or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and that yeah. was so no bad. Like, God. You would the think no malarkey to yourself, tour. There's, there's somebody, how old are the people that are working in this uh, campaign? He's never, I know. I know. Malarkey, uh, uh, I, I barely well, know what malarkey means. Uh, Bernie Sanders is 78. Uh, Trump's up there now, too. He's like yeah, 74. Yeah, he's about 74, but the thing is, I mean, are you sharp? I mean, uh, are your right, faculties right. there? Well, Trump has, it seems yeah. like he has unlimited <laughs> oh, energy. Yeah, the, yeah. Guy, the guy yeah, doesn't need really, any sleep, yeah, you know? Yeah, he's, he's incredible. And he has the raccoon eyes because I don't think he puts the makeup yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, it's like, like an orange face, yeah. you know. When it's all said and done, uh, these when are it's all leaders. said and done, these are our choices. All yeah. these different yeah. candidates and everybody from all walks of the country, different colors, shapes, sizes, and at the end, it's it's three this white guys. What it came yeah. down to? Three white guys again. Look at look at how many people were running for the Democratic uh-huh. nomination. What they start with like sixteen or twenty? I think more. Yeah, like twenty-two. Yeah, and it's like but now it's down to the leaders. Yeah, Bernie yeah, Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he, need to money, me, I can't believe anyone would vote for that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he wants to destroy well, that's the what country. They're trying to do, they're trying to prop him up and let him be the candidate. You know oh, what I'm God. saying? That's what Trump would want. Because oh, he'll shred, he'll shred Bernie Sanders. Like McGovern, <laughs> McGovern lost like forty-eight states. Yeah. Like he, he he lost forty-eight states. Mandel lost forty-nine. Yeah. Castro was a good guy. He had a literacy yeah. program. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, listen, there's people that are all they're all in. They really believe it. Well, I, I think I think they do want Biden because if they get Biden in there, then he'll they die control soon. Him. <laughs> he'll die soon in the yeah, vice president. They control him. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to pick his vice president. They're going to tell him what to do. He's yeah. not going to know what to do. So the, it's it's like yeah. having like four or five presidents. They'll put Hillary as the vice president, and she'll have oh, Biden oh, killed go. within six months. <laughs> if you notice how many moving pieces are just floating around, waiting for it to see what happens. Like yeah. so, for for example, it's already been the cat's out of the bag that there's an investigation that's like two months away from Burisma. That's gonna uh, oh, the, yeah. there's a subpoena right, coming right, right. for the Sun. So mm-hmm. that's already it, just in case um, Bernie <laughs> Bernie is yeah. the. Um, is the candidate. And then Hillary, they've all, uh, all of a sudden, that there's another federal judge that said, we're going to look into her server again. Yeah, so just in case anybody's, anybody's deciding to pick her up, you're going to have to deal with all that baggage that comes with That's that. Right. And, read. and they, they're going to find out. They're going to be able to read every single message. They probably could already anyway, and somebody's been hiding it. There's no way to get rid of this kind of stuff. Yeah, but they'll have another impeachment investigation against Trump. Go. They too. will, but... <laughs> It's you know these are the two these people. are the people and then we the elect. Only, mm-hmm. The only Sanders, all they're going to have to do is yell out "communist." Every single <laughs> exactly, he's not a socialist. He's a, a communist. communist. And you see what they're doing? They they keep uh, they keep leaking these uh, these old Biden videos, these old Biden uh, quotes about Sanders. Uh, no, about just anything. Now, now he's using racial slurs. Uh-huh. He was oh, using the N-word on something. Well, I saw a picture of him. He's shaking the guy. It's the guy in the. Well, the guy was the leader of the Klan. And he's shaking his hand like on a, on a, on a thing uh, at a parade. So I mean, everybody's got a picture. You don't know who you. And then they said Jesse yeah. Jackson just endorsed Bernie Sanders. Said, if that's not the kiss of death, what is? I know, right? Any every candidate. <laughs> Anyone else want to endorse Bernie? How many Bernie? Democratic candidates have gone? gone their whole uh, campaign has gone down the toilet right after the Jesse Jackson um, oh, endorsement. Endorsement. I Reverend, like Reverend Al could be next. You know. Hey, he could. Yeah. He's bigger than Jackson. Wow. I mean, he's a... Uh, I remember when he ran for president, Jackson. Jesse, remember? yeah. He actually got a lot of votes. Yeah, yeah. was it, 84, 88? Yeah. yeah, he got a lot or of 80, votes, man. Yeah. Politics. Yeah, but I, I think... Uh, you know, I haven't... Uh, I do see people laughing at Biden, you know. I haven't laughed at it's him. It's scary. Imagine, which one is the button I press? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, is it that one or this one? I think that, that's a joke that's been running for a while, though. I think what's scary with him is just that, uh, I, you know, the dem- well, Ronald Reagan supposedly had dementia. Yeah, but after he was Alzheimer. out, he was out, I think. Yeah, but it started happening. Yeah, they started making the jokes while he was in his second term. Yeah. You know, so so to I go think in. He was about seventy eight too at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, I think, yeah, when he started that term. Yeah, yeah. He was struggling during the debates for the second term. Yeah, he was struggling a little. And bit. he was a brilliant orator mm-hmm. when he was yeah, on yeah. his game. On, on his game, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 a shame to to watch it go down like that. It's like Obama was a brilliant orator, mm-hmm. and a brilliant speaker, and oh, Obama, yeah. a very good debater. He, had, I think, he had one bad debate against <laughs> Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he was a you know he was a great speaker. He That's was, important yeah. in being a politician. I remember everything. everybody yeah. talking about that. What a great orator he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John was. F. Kennedy was a great mm-hmm. orator. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, ask not what you can do for your country. <laughs> <laughs> ask how much money you can get from Wolf. Rashad, we're gonna have to put together. Um, just the, all clips of Bill doing impressions. impressions. They all sound the same. The Spanish guy sounds like the Irish guy. Sounds like the German guy. It's, it's, it's the same impression. The range is incredible, right? You know how you get a whole thing of range? He's like... It's like <laughs> all right, so how are we going to wrap this up, man? We no, covered no we're, police work today. We got five minutes I left. feel like we cheated today. I don't know. You know something? I don't think we spoke about him much. We, we, we did a little bit. Andrew feels raped. <laughs> he feels well, like... Let's take the test. <laughs> right. We got we to at least go back to Carmel and uh, to ask him about running for sheriff. That's the... Right? You're running for sheriff, aren't you? Yeah, there's no announcement, but it's next year. Oh, and next year. Yeah, and that's a, that's a plan. That's a plan okay. to, uh, mm-hmm. to do it, you know. Is it because you want to rape and pillage the community of Carmel? <laughs> I want to wear the spurs, <laughs> you, you know. wear the spurs? This well, way, when you come I, up, I'm somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Will you give the Detective Pat a job? Is that a full time? Is that a full time gig? Oh yeah, it's nice. Yeah, gig, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, 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 what are we talking? What's the what's the pay for something like that? Uh, I think I think one fifty one, one fifty uh-huh. something like that. And then uh, you know people under him 
are pretty similar, about 140, 130. Uh-huh. You know, and then something like that. I guess all over Carmel, everything's on the arm from that point on, right? I ain't treated like a king up there. Well, everybody I have with me is uh, is retired NYPD. Who was in your team? You know. Anyone else we know? Uh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Just think about it right now. If you were actually the sheriff in Carmel, you can call a state of emergency right now. That's It'll right. It'll be on you. You could do it. Yeah, like that'd just, be nice. You know, and, just, and you can always call it. There's a new sheriff in town. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> And his, and his we, will, Andrew we will ban Stefano. the drinking of Coronas. <laughs> we now drink Presidente beer. <laughs> As per the sheriff. You know, I, when I went to a Dominican resort one time, it was all inclusive, like you were talking about. Yeah. And the beer was Presidente. And I, I don't like that shit. Why? That, that was what was included. I was like, I drink Coronas, so I had to pay for the Coronas. Mm-hmm. Why don't you so, like Presidente? Beer is beer. Bro. I don't like Presidente. I don't know. How much, I always have a you problem like with that? people like that. Like, how much different is beer? It's different. The I taste don't really. Is different. I never really. <laughs> IPAs, do you like? Do you like Presidente beer? I think I it's great. Drink. Oh, you don't drink. Yeah, I think I it's drink. great. And I've had. Listen, I like IPAs. Those, Those are, are too strong for me. I don't need a beer that tastes like it has a shot of whiskey in it. That's what an IPA tastes like to me. A the pre- taste is good, but it's too damn strong. A Presidente like strong. Not ah, really, no, no. But IPAs. Oh, okay. You drink an IPA. Like it's almost like Coors Light. Mm-hmm. An IPA? No, because uh, Presidente. Oh, Presidente, yeah. It's, it's a light of beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's good. Heard. It's good refreshing. You're on the beach, you have a beer. What the hey? This guy, what do you want? What do you want? You Marena, Dominicana. <laughs> I know that song from That's Coogans. another one. We're going to add that oh, one. <laughs> I know that song from Coogans. <laughs> We're going to add that one too. Shot, okay? <laughs> All right, Did man. Did you drink Presidente when you went to Coogans? Uh, no, I think I just when I go to the DR. I, I'm, I'm very easy going. Wherever I go, I do whatever. How much are you drinking here, bro? No, he's Dominican. You didn't know that, right? Half. 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 Yeah, yeah I, if I go to, I'm going to Jamaica in two weeks, I'm going to drink rum when I get there. I'm not, easy go. And Red Stripe. I do it. Yeah, I'm not you looking for Jamaicans anybody. will recognize you from the police off the cuff show, or it hasn't reached the island of Jamaica? I don't know. We'll find out. Gonna hand out our cards when you go to. You'll find that when I get there, man. Martin, Martin, listen to this. You should tape from there. That would be pretty cool. Oh, my God. We'd love to. From Montego Bay, we should do a live show. Why not? Yeah. Rashad's all in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Bill, any parting words? Nah, this went so fast. I mean, it seems like we didn't cover your police career that much. We got involved in other topics. Not much to cover. Compared to the the guys you've had. I hope hope you didn't mind. No, 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 it was great. He has the Medal of Valor, too. No, it was great. You know, we never you know, mentioned that. We never it's not, got uh, no, and I like your cause here. Too. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. these cars. But he got the real metal valor, not yeah. the uh, yeah, the community affairs, not the community yeah. affairs. Not the, spe- we spoke not about the specialist, that. not the not specialist, specialist one. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that you become the sheriff of Carmel. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Thank I'll you. send Detective Pat up there for a job. <laughs> Tex will be showing Tex. up with, with his cowboy hat. All, all guns must be left yeah, in there. He'll hear, he'll hear from a bar owner. Some guy put 20 on the wood, said he should drink all yeah. night. <laughs> 20 on the wood makes him feel good. Oh, he would love it up there with all the VFWs. Oh, oh forget it. He would never leave. <laughs> He's going to be like in Tombstone, the guy <laughs> stealing the poke over there. What's the guy? The guy's name was married to Angelina Jolie. What was the guy, the actor? Brad Pitt? No. No. The other guy. He was in Tombstone. Oh. Remember he's dealing the poker and he comes over and he smacks him? <laughs> oh, yeah, What yeah. was that guy's name? Russell? Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton plays the, the card dealer there. They get smacked. He, gets, uh, he smacks the crap out of him, remember? Go I, ahead. I saw Skin that... Uh, baloney pony, whatever the thing <laughs> gun is. Remember that scene? I remember That's that Billy scene, Bob but I don't Thornton. think it was Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, you want to make a bet? I think it was Kurt Russell. You want, well, Kurt Russell plays White Earp. The guy who's dealing the cards is mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton. Is it really? He kicks him out of the bar. He goes, that guy, oh, he once, he, once he came I in here, we could never get rid of him. I didn't know that was Billy Bob Thornton. I know yeah, you no, did. I. That's I a bit that. of trivia. Because he seemed too big for Billy He's Bob. heavier there, but it's him. Yeah. Look it up. Mm-hmm. I bet Bob you. you was, yeah. No, I think you might be right. Yeah, I know I'm but right. But that was funny. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> if I'm going to bet, I'm right. You ever see the scene in the Lotion Dove where a bartender wises off to Willie Nelson? Mm. He goes, give me that bottle, and the guy goes over, and then he, he, he the bartender leaves, he grabs him by the hair and smacks his head <laughs> against the bar. Uh-huh. Don't you ever disrespect Texas Rangers. <laughs> or sheriffs. Or sheriffs, that's for sure. Cam- Carmel, Carmel Sheriff. Is it Carmel or Carmel? Well, it's Carmel, Carmel. but the sheriff is, a, is the sheriff of Putnam. It's a county. Oh, okay. Yeah, Carmel's and Putnam was, uh, is an Indian name? 
Where does that Putnam come uh, from? Israel Putnam was a general in the Revolutionary War. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at this shit. He knows the we whole learned. history. <laughs> These All right, are man. questions on the sheriff exam. <laughs> he knew it. He nailed it. You, it was on the captain's exam. That's I'm right. coming up there to get deputized, man. I want you to put one of those signs outside the town that all the firearms have to be checked in at the yeah. sheriff's office. <laughs> and just like, on a, but it has to be written out. Like like if you're going into like a, uh, an old West town, you okay. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the old, yeah, the old style signs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right as you're coming into town. <laughs> Remember how they avoided seeing the sign in uh, Tombstone? <laughs> you know, no, that was Unforgiven. Unforgiven. English Bill. Mm-hmm. Forgot to freaking check his guns in. Another one who got the shit smacked out of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I suffered. The, my allergies killed me the whole two hours here. But uh, you were a great guest, by the way. Oh, thanks for having me. I You're always welcome to great. come back, man. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you for it. stopping by Police Off the Cuff. All right, man. That's it. Another episode in the books, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate you. I think Peace. this is episode 72 and 73, I think it is. Yeah. All right. Nobody's going to argue with you, Bill. You're the only one keeping track of that. <laughs> He's the keeper of facts. Bill is the keeper of facts. 